Hi, beloved. Um, listening to people talk about salvation and election and predestination and free will and uh, I was talking to the Lord and I felt like he said that's that's a word like that's a word to share and so I I just humbly offer this um I'm very near tears so um be with me in this I feel like in the folds of so much of our doctrine are people aching for the gospel um they're aching for the good news that God loves them so much that he gave his only son that whoever should believe in him won't perish but will have eternal life with God the Father who loves them and his son who loves them and his spirit, who loves them, and everybody who believes. And that God guarantees this. His son is good like that, you know. He doesn't, you, you can't snatch a believer out of Jesus' hands. He doesn't lose them, Right? He gets us where he's having us to go. We just follow him. Follow him wherever he leads us, but we just follow him. Uh, And where I was right before I started to talk to you is I feel like I have a Jeremiah ache. I was talking to the Lord about how my sense, I was asking for wisdom. I was asking to be taught because it seemed that God's mission was always for the whole world, that it, he hadn't intended for it to only be Jews forever, that they were a peculiar people set apart and holy that everyone would believe and that might not seem obvious and some of that may be reading you know the word and soaking in the word and listening to the Lord and hearing the Holy Spirit but my sense is that you know, from hearing in the word of God that God says, hey, if a foreigner comes to you and wants to travel along with you and they're like willing to 
accept your practices, you know, if they're willing to adopt your way, let them. And from time to time, you know, they're slaves or they're, uh, oh, you know, people who worked for them would be considered part of their household and would follow in their faith and then be considered one of them. Um, and I was talking to the Lord about how I don't believe that he had intended for Adam and his wife to be the only people that they were going to be fruitful and multiply, but just not in the way that it happened, right? That God had a way for them and then God made a way for them when they wouldn't go in the way that he had called them. And then the Jews, there was a way and that God had for them and then God made a way for them when they didn't go in the way that he called them. And I felt I was crying out to the Lord, Father God, I have this Jeremiah ache. And I was saying, I don't want to use that name, Jeremiah, because he was crying for his nation that was just experiencing so much pain. And I was saying, Lord, I, I have this ache because of the because of the experience of seeing and hearing my brothers and sisters learned and beautiful and you know gifted choosing to believe that for reasons other than what you say, they can't come. They can't come to the party. It it just makes me want to cry. And I... The thing is, I I feel like... I I don't want to assume, but I feel like I can see people's reasons some reasons for, you know, why not them, you know, no soup for you, you know, why not them, why not them, but if those aren't the reasons that God has given, those aren't the reasons that we espouse, and I think it's okay if you're not, you know, thrilled with the Pittsburgh Steelers, or, you know, the New York Jets, or New Jersey Jets, or whatever, whatever they are, I think it's okay to come into the body with your preferences, you know, or to have developed these customs or to have, whoops, we became a clique. You know what I mean? That in the living out of your faith, you can end up in these, what is it, enclaves, I feel like I hear, these um, groups 
Well, just where other people are not with you, you know, you're developing. But just to remember that we're part of a large body of people who call in the name of Jesus, who pray to the Lord, who seek the Lord's will, who are coming to it along with us and not at the same pace. You know, we might be slower or faster at it, but it is at the pace of God's grace. We are gifted with faith to continue on the journey in Jesus and with Jesus. Um, And with Jesus in our hearts. Uh, so, you know, so why, so I'm actually, right now I'm kind of, so where do I go, Lord? I'm I'm so wanting to say the fullness of the word wherever it lands. And I'm not 100% sure if I've landed, if that's it. Um... I think I want to say when you have a cold or a stomach ache or a headache, you're so aware of it, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, what's wrong? Oh, I feel, like, oh, I feel so good, you know, or what's going on? Oh, head just, you know, oh, stomach, you know, and then when it passes, sometimes you don't remember what the headache was like or what the stomachache was like or what it was like to be all stopped up and not want to go anywhere. Inside that condition and inside your need for healing, there's so much receptivity, there's so much humility, there's so much compassion probably for anybody else in pain. And then sometimes outside of that, it's kind of like you... (laughs) You know, I'm not saying that somebody has to be up in your grill, so to speak, in your house, in your um, best friend group. But to recognize, pray for them, acknowledge that they're welcome in the body of Christ if they believe in Jesus. And if there's stuff about them that's not, I don't know, you know. That's great prayer material. Our prayers are so important. And what's powerful as I say that out loud, what I can hear is there's a goodwill towards someone that you pray for. I've never really thought about this ouch before, but you know, if you say, Well, I have goodwill toward them or, you know, bless their hearts. Um that's wonderful, actually, that you speak out a desire for someone's best. But when you pray for somebody, when you go to God who made them, felt a wave of tears again, and you you request from him, you seek him, you seek your Holy Father for their best or for what they're praying for or for their need, for their wholeness, for their salvation, for their whatever it is, you know, their prosperity, that you just ask God to be good to them in ways that, you know, overflow in their lives. 
that expressed goodwill. Basically what Jonah had a really hard time with, you know, I knew you'd be compassionate, you know, he was like, dang it, you done blessed them. When we seek someone's goodwill, it's, it's like the answer to the problem. God tells us he hears our prayers. He calls on us to ask and to seek and to knock. He, he, he calls it incense. I mean, there's such a value to go into our Papa with compassion for somebody or with just a desire to even be in God's will concerning them. Like maybe, maybe you're not dancing when you think of them, you know, um, maybe you don't want them to be the happiest they've ever been given, you know, whatever they are about, whatever they've done or believe or whatever your, the grist is for your mill concerning them, whatever grudge you may feel. But even to go to the Lord and say, Father God, I have challenges with, but a, but a, but a Father God, please help me give me prayers on their behalf I believe that God will grant that to you and give you wisdom and and give you like pinpoint accuracy and release you from the grip of unforgiveness or judgment or short-sightedness recognizing that God's arm is not too short to save our prayers can be fueled, can be propelled with so much insight because of our personal experiences with people. When you realize that all of your suffering is redemptive, anything you go through, it says, the Bible says God causes everything to work together for your good, for your good. And I just want to, just thinking about this right now, I want to pray. Because the tears that I was feeling as I was talking to the Lord were from a problem. I I felt like he was allowing me to see, Lord, this is a problem. But I don't have to stop there, right? I don't have to stop in concern about what I'm seeing because God's bigger than anything that is currently occurring um, and counter to his will. And the other thing I think when we pray, there's such a beautiful humility to it because we're acknowledging God's sovereignty. So if, if there's any way that we're seeing something that's not in line with him, we're kind of leaving it at his feet. You know what I mean? We're It's like if you go to your parents and you go can I da 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 and they go no well you are educated amen <laughs> there's, there's an education in there um and I have had that um yeah I've had that situation on a number of occasions where I was walking towards something doing something saying something helping someone in some way and the Lord uh-uh. And I have no idea what all the details are. I don't need to know his wisdom that he doesn't necessarily need want to share with me right now. 
but I know, you know, either not you, not me, not the time, not that, like whatever it is. Uh-uh. And so I'm helped, educated into my lane or back into my lane. And, um, I mean, I've even prayed for someone and felt the Lord just kind of invite me to, to let that go. And I don't know what that's about, but I know that God is good and that he loves us and that he's faithful. And so, and I know that he's given me a heart to desire that none perish. So as I walk in that way, he educates my heart, right? Um, you have this heart and we're going to reframe something here. We're going to redefine something here. We're going to narrow something, broaden something, right? Strengthen something. I'm going to have you let go of that so that I can be in alignment with what he says is the desire for somebody not to perish, is for right goodwill toward men or peace towards men. And I was, I wrote on social media recently, I'm free. I'm free. Our freedom frees us further into God, into trusting him more, into leaning on him more, into possibilities that we didn't have before when we were held by something, somebody, some things. And so in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone in the sound of my voice and every believing soul to desire, Father God, what you desire. Father God, to to pray prayers that love the world so much that they seek your only begotten son on their behalf, on the behalf of other people, of any other people, of all other people. Um, And prayers that desire for any and all souls to believe in Christ Jesus and not perish, but have everlasting life. And even now, Father God, I pray for any souls that um, are near leaving the earth or near the end of their earthly journey. I pray that um, anyone from this moment to the moment that Jesus returns, anyone who leaves the earth, I pray that they would have an opportunity, Father God, um, to receive him. And I pray that they would see the truth, that they would recognize the offer, that they would feel your love, that they would be persuaded of the gospel, and that any hindrances, any roadblocks, any cycles, any generational drama, any junk in their trunk that previously kept them from seeing God, I pray that you would take the scales off of their eyes. I pray that that you would free them from the captivity or the blindness um, or the deafness or the muteness or the numbness, God, 
that they might, that they would know Christ Jesus as their Lord. I pray for none to perish. I pray for all to be converted. And I recognize there are people already that have passed that didn't believe. I pray that that everyone would experience the impossible, would experience grace and would be graced with the faith to say yes before they leave this life. And I pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ to believe that they are in your will to have a desire like this, that this is not naive and it's not... um, denying anything. It's simply seeking your heart in the hardest places, in the darkest places, in the most troubled places, in the most despairing places, in the most depressed places, in the sickest places, um, the most twisted places, um, where people have been told that, you know, blue is green and red is orange and 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 they've been taught you ways that have turned them away i pray that they would hear who you are as you are father god and that they would be relieved of the burdens they've been carrying that you sent jesus so that they could let them go i just ask god in jesus's name that the body of Christ be evangelistic, be um, grateful for this priceless treasure of salvation that Jesus is and that they would desire that membership in your holy family for all. You know, Father God, as I think about how many people are angry with somebody today, um, how many people have been convinced that people are jerks and not jerked around Um, or that maybe they believe they're jerked around but that they are beyond hope that they just love being jerks um Lord Jesus, mercy, mercy, mercy. May may Christians be soaked in mercy. When you when you squeeze a Christian, may mercy come out. And I I pray that the heart 
of Jesus' gift to us of himself be remembered. When people think of or want to speak about folks that they don't like or that they don't understand, I just pray for a lens that allows them to seek your heart concerning them. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, in Jesus' name, amen. So so that is an example of what I mean when I say, like, we're never beyond God being able to do something. I was frustrated. I was challenged. I was grieving. And, uh, and I didn't know what I was going to say. The Lord just said, hey, that's a, something like that sounds like a word or something. And I said what I thought, but I felt like I was both not done and I had nothing else to say. But then I kind of just woke to my own plight and realized this is medicine I can drink right now and I can show you what I'm talking about. Um, not necessarily like you, amen, but some of you might be exactly who I'm talking to, talking about, I mean. You may in your heart today feel like, well, yes, I want everybody to know the Lord, but I mean, I don't want, you know, so-and-so to be blessed. They're a jerk. Or, well, yeah, I don't mind them not being unhappy. I don't want them happy, you know. Or, um, yeah, that's fine. They can be in Jesus. I don't want them in my church, you know. And not that they have to be in your church. But I pray that we would desire people to be so anchored in peace, so certain of their righteousness because of the completeness of what Jesus gave for them. The the power in the blood of Jesus. And so blessed with joy. Not happenstance joy, but a joy that comes from the Lord that literally is their strength. So desiring the kingdom. I pray that there's such a a yearning for the people that you don't understand or that you don't like or maybe who don't like you or don't understand you. Um, a yearning for them. If you have societal, political, um, doctrinal, rifts with people I would pray that you would not just pray that they would agree with what you agree with because of course you agree you believe you're right amen and then if we were to chat with them they might probably assume that they're right right you might have like siblings you know I'm right you're right where you're so sure of yourself when they're so sure of themselves and could just feel like an impasse but I pray that you would and I would humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God amen that we would literally free ourselves 
from the hardnesses that have kept us from desiring God's will. Not where you're like, go get them, God, you know? No, I mean God's good will for them, his ultimate will for them, amen? His plans for them, right? I mean, you can desire someone um, do something, and there's nothing wrong with that. Lord, help them, I don't know, straighten up. Help them act right. I, I get that. But the work of salvation is about showing someone that they can be right and then out of that being right they're doing right comes that when you believe in Jesus there is an activity of transforming who you are right new spirit new new heart mind of Christ a will in alignment with God's will wanting what God wants <clears throat> excuse me and a body that comes under submission um that is tamed, that is trained, that is saved, and a soul that's saved from a spirit that has been saved. Amen? Praise you, Jesus. So I just bless you and ask this for all of us, that we would continually grow in our compassion and our mercy, in our heart for other people, and particularly, if I can say, folks that we don't agree with, folks that who get under our skin, people who we really don't love to be with, right? And even maybe people who God says, hey, not, not them. I want you to let them, let me deal with them or let them have whatever, you know, just, you just go over here. That you would not then desire, and I would not desire their ill, that you wouldn't desire their, I don't know, tripping, slipping, downfall, that you would desire that they would be brought into alignment with God's best for them. I just feel like there's such seed there for us um, in a day when some of that just feels impossible. I just feel like there's some seed in there for us. Bless you from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet in all the words of your mouth and in your um, the meditations of your heart. Bless you in your confessions and your professions. And... Uh, I bless you in your family, and I bless you in your heart towards the Lord. May you know the love of the Lord is everlasting towards you, and that his tender mercies are every morning, and that his um, joy is in your health, your wholeness, your confidence in his word, and that your, I pray that your delight is in Christ Jesus and all that he is. You know, the written word, the Holy Spirit, um, his faithfulness, his truth, um, his wisdom, his leadership, his servanthood, his abiding, his inviting you to abide, his knocking, his um, bringing all of his 
uh, brothers and sisters with him for you to fellowship with, you know, um, his pointing out his heart to you and people that he wants you to reach um, in his name. I bless your reception of all that Jesus is and your delight, the fullness of your joy in him. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' holy name, amen.